What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome back to the Bad Days Podcast. My name's Hassan. That is Isaiah. We're going to be here. We're going to talk about how your bad days are your best stories. And uh, <laughs> roll the intro. And now we're back from the intro. Um, somebody else is editing this now, so I don't have to have as much weird filler in between. <laughs> where I feel like I... I think when I was editing the intro, I like left enough room to like, like put the in intro the exact <laughs> amount of seconds that we never actually did successfully. No, we never did, but it doesn't matter so because of little gay boy for Jesus, <laughs> dude. I, so there's this TikTok account. <laughs> it just popped Blame up. The Lord, please. It just popped up. Um, popped like four days ago, and it just duets other people's videos where it's like a video of some girl dancing or some guy eating food or someone singing, and it like plays like three seconds of their video then it's a black screen with the text lil gay boy 45 with like a fucking old irish woman singer lil gay boy 45 lil gay boy 45 it's um it's really simple it's really revolutionary uh, it's humor. so fucking funny mm-hmm. i literally i i have not been able to stop myself from watching the videos but he is a count cop band so no more gay for i'm gonna the, stop they're such cowards they don't. They're not ready for. They're not ready. They're not, getty, re, they're not getting. They're not getting. They're not getty. ready for little gay boy. Forty five. Forty five. Like our president Donald um, Trump. If you're watching the YouTube video, I'll like link the original song for little gay boy forty five because it's just. This is very very important cultural landmark. You need. I mean, I just think like, I think this is like a moment for society. Do you know how fucking funny that is? It's. It's so stupid. It's something like I would have found funny if I was. I still I do find funny and I would have found funny when I was like six to, as well. No, it's, but it's like, I don't know. Things. I don't know if I would have. I think when I was six, I would have thought it was lowbrow humor. I would have laughed like a couple times and been over it. But as an adult, I can appreciate the nuance and like mm, the intelligence. I think, I think it kind of it grows with time. <laughs> Little gay boy, party. It, it just imagine like just like randomly line. when you're talking. Just t- was, uh, t- tell me a story real quick. What? Tell oh, me a story. So I was about to go to the bank. Today. Little gay boy, oh. party. <laughs> like, how amazing! <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Party. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so sorry, guys. We we should have started this podcast over an hour and a half ago. Mm-hmm. First, we got caught on the Discord with the the Discord moderator stuff. Then, uh, we just I just like watched a bunch of videos on my phone, and mm. I remembered about little gay boy 45. <laughs> we just we must see Isaiah's like really he's like being super nice, but he's just like re- tired and ready to go home. <laughs> he doesn't want to be here. Doesn't want to do this. Yesterday, I do want to do this, bro. I'm yesterday, sure. Isaiah tells me, "Hey, when you're done streaming, I'll be downstairs waiting for you." Mm-hmm. And then I stream for like an hour and a half. I'm about to wrap the stream. Like we're talking like I'm at the wrap up of it. I've told him, hey guys, I'm leaving. Isaiah's waiting for me. We're going to watch movies and hang out. He leaves without saying anything to me. Uh, I, he doesn't say a fucking I'll thing. I walk out the door without saying anything to you, but you don't give me the chance. Give me five seconds. Bro, bro, you know what the timeline of that is? I, I, fuck, I don't have the notification Please, anymore. Let's expose this. It was like, like four minutes after you had left. Mm-hmm. I texted I left the door. you. I was texting you in the car. <laughs> and then you texted me immediately. I texted him and I was like... <laughs> Just a, hey man, what are you up to? He goes, oh, I got dinner with the fam, and I'll yeah. see you tomorrow. But you told me after I was done streaming, you'd be there to hang out. I did. I'm sorry. And then you left. The plans came up, and you know, no, no, no. plans tired. came you up. Isaiah doesn't want to fucking hang out with me anymore. Yeah, I hate him. That's why we're, we're just filming bad days, and mm. then he's gonna go off on his own goddamn adventure. An adventure of sleep and dreams. Wee. Little gay boy. Um, guys. So I bet everyone's like. Well, actually, no. At this point, you will have two Bad Days episodes back-to-back, so you're not yeah, like... You're getting spoiled over here, You're bro. getting spoiled now. The Bad Days channel has a short coming out every week, thanks to our amazing editor, Chris, a.k.a. Compulsive. He's yes. doing freaking God's work. We're 
the reason there was like a gap is because we were uh, we decided that I needed to like get a backlog of videos ready. So there's two episodes that are done that haven't even come out yet as a time of filming. Mm-hmm. I've been posting shorts. Uh, tomorrow's Sunday night, so tomorrow an episode's going to come out. Mm. Next week, the barbershop episode comes out, mm. and then this episode's going to come out. Y'all so y'all going to have all those shorts. But y'all are going to get episodes. this. Little gay boy 45 is going to be so old by the time oh, they see this. It's awesome. It. And no, it'll be great because like they'll never get to like... <laughs> they can go back and see. Little gay boy See the relics. The artifacts. Um, but, you know, we're, uh, the catch-up of our lives between the last episode of Bad Days and this one. We went to the barbershop, got haircuts, did a podcast. Then me and Alex went to L.A., yeah. And we came back. It's been, it's been three weeks. You've been, been like, on a little adventure since we last. Yeah, LA was fun. I met Ludwig. I got. To, uh, I had Carl Jacobs follows me on Instagram now. Mm. Maybe Mickey Mouse and Carl Jacobs videos might come out soon. I get really inspired to be more of a streamer than anything mm. else. I think like I'm really ready to to passionately dive into that field of YouTube. Of all the the streamers that you met when you were in Los Angeles, who like surprised you with their personality the most? Uh like in, in, in real life, like maybe I mean, either on stage or either in an person direct. So matter. like, I mean, Ludwig is as good on camera as he is in person. He's mm. just like manning this crowd. And I think that's what inspired me like to, to be like, oh my God, at this point, I have way more followers than Ludwig does, mm. like, like far more. Mm. Um, but his influence is far greater because he's built this really great, robust community. So Ludwig can get 5,000 people from across the country to fly out together mm. to watch him rip Jeopardy. Mogul <laughs> Money, his live stream show, is just a rip of... Jeopardy. They no. literally make jokes about it the whole time. It's nah, so funny. It's totally. Different. But it, you know, that was incredible. Uh, Miss Kiff was really funny. Like the, the, there was a like a like a him and uh, God, his name is Soda Poppin. I'd never seen a lot of their stuff, but mm. they both came on stage drunk <laughs> and they made it just absolutely hilarious. But I know those guys always put on a good show. I met Saikuno in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that story. So <laughs> it's sad. It's it's almost a little sad. He mm. was incredibly sweet, incredibly nice, incredibly cordial. So uh, I parked in the VIP parking lot. So at the end of the, the show, my, my YouTube manager, Emmanuel, incredible guy, love him to death. He got us tickets to the show. So we saw it. We had like box seats to the show. It was mm. really, really cool. Uh, we actually had nicer seats seats than the youtubers they all sat like front row so they were closer Naturally. but um we had like box seats with free food free drinks i got to meet dental digest who's a really cool youtuber that also had the same partner manager back in the day so we we got to really hang out and i brought my best friend alex with me or my roommate alex he's also my best friend <laughs> and he brought uh his friend william came he works over at pinterest in san francisco but we went to school down here and he came to, to watch mogul money and instead of going to his seats we just invited him into the box seat so we all got to hang out together it was really fun ludwig's moderators were actually the people sitting next to us in the other box seats which oh. is kind of cool yeah, you got a little more of a connection than you we did before. we did and the thing is like i didn't i mean i bumped into a couple of youtubers like walking in and stuff but nothing crazy mm. uh, i ran to giguk which is awesome for me he's like yeah. my favorite anime youtuber he wasn't super nice he wasn't super kind he uh. wasn't super friendly and like worth talking to but still love his content i just don't think he's a person you want to meet in person you're just in a rush you never yeah know. no he, he literally was jogging the first time i saw him and then or he was walking the first time i saw him but i was really I was like hey grant nice to meet you whatever uh my name's hudson and then he was like yeah okay goodbye uh, Which is fine, whatever, whatever. He's busy, and yeah. then I saw him later because we were like standing, and he was like jogging in the parking. I was like, "Bye, gr- bye, Grant." And he's like, "Bye," <laughs> uh, and it's fine because I yeah, still like his videos. Yeah. He just, it just wasn't, he wasn't for me to meet. Whatever, doesn't make a difference. But we parked in the VIP parking lot, mm. so behind me is XQC, Valkyrie, mm. not Val. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so in the in the car behind us was XQC, Will Neff, and Bella Porch. Oh. They all parked behind <laughs> us. Other people in that lot included Hassan Piker, Pokimane, Valkyrie, TSM Myth, Miss Kiff, 
Ludwig, like all Dang. of them parked all in the, that in lot the same... in, in the same VIP lot that I parked in. Hmm. So I got to like meet and hang out with them a little bit afterwards, which is really fun and just like really good time to connect. It was easily one of the biggest, like most one up moments of my life. Not one up, but like they're all crowding around Carl Jacobs taking pictures. Me and Carl talk for a little bit and then someone interrupts us to take a picture with me. <laughs> and they oh, took a picture yeah. of Carl earlier. They're like, oh my God, I love you too. Could I, whatever. And I was like, I think at that moment it clicked Carl like, oh shit, he, he's also somebody. People know this man. Um, but that was, that was super fun. That was super exciting. I got recognized more on this trip to LA than any other time I've been anywhere. I went to this Japanese store in Tokyo town to buy a bunch of like little trinkets for friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like $80 worth of trinkets. Mm. And I was, you know, uh, at the register right after this really old couple that I think like really exhausted the guy at the register. So he sees me and he's like, <sighs> and I thought he was sighing because like the dealing with the old people. He was like, you're Mickey Mouse, right? You're the Mickey Mouse guy. And I was like, yeah. I was like, how do you recognize me? Like, I don't have the puppet out or anything. He's like, no, I watch all the videos with you in it, your face, because you said you want your face to be in more stuff. Mm. And then he's like, your total's 80. Actually, one second. Your total's $30 something something. Oh. He like gave me like a yeah, crazy employee yeah. discount on it. That was super, I was so excited. And how much did you say it was worth again? It was like 80 bucks of stuff I got for $30. Dang. It was great. It was awesome. Um, nice but people out in Los super Angeles. nice and and I've, I've just like had more fans coming up to me the videos the videos are doing so well now yes. I had Upswing. months like for, for the lo- a lot of the length of bad days us being consistent I've been getting like the lowest views I've ever gotten it almost felt like my career was over mm. and now it's clear to me that it's never really going to be over as long yeah, as I keep making really shit you just stop yeah right so I just have to like deal with the ebbs and flows and the waves but yeah it, it was fun to, to see Ludwig and all of them back to like the Saikuno so Saikuno is parked mm. in the same lot like they're all standing around and uh, I was like hey Saikuno Kuno, like genuinely love you. It's so nice to, or love your content. It's so nice to meet you. And he's like, ah, hi, yes. And I was like, uh, could I bother you for a picture? And he's like, mm. I was like, you don't have to say no, or you don't have to say <laughs> it. You're, you're all good, buddy. No worries, no problem. And uh, immediately, he's just like really nervous. And I'm just talking. I was like, oh my god, you did so great on stage, and that was mm. super fun. And I'm trying to be normal, and you could tell he's getting like more and more exceedingly uncomfortable. Mm. And then he's like, ah, you know what? We've been standing around so long. We probably could have already gotten the picture. Let's get it. And we take a picture together, mm. and it's like. You know, he was super sweet to do that. It mm. felt so exploitive and awful of me to take yeah. that picture. But like, I, I felt uncomfortable. I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> he, he's like suggested. It's yeah. just like he's he's so so talented and his streams are so so great and he's so funny and endearing. I just don't like like I think he has really like from what I can tell and I'm not trying to diagnose people or go a step above. He's he's got really bad social anxiety mm. and you could even tell on stage that like he's funny and he's great, but. Yeah, it's a, a well-known thing in the community as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot to be on stage in front of five thousand people, but mm. yeah, I I love meeting him. He was super sweet. It's lovely that I got to like meet somebody that cool in person. Yeah. But um, it, it also was like a little bit of like a ah man, mm. I hate this for you, dude. Like you picked yeah. a vocation that is so rooted in people following you and taking pictures. You gotta with make you. yourself seen because once he took the picture with me, other people took pictures with him, and I was like, oh uh. no, like guys, fuck off, like please, but. No, it's funny, like Ludwig, Atriox stepped on the Mickey puppet, Hassan Piker, I got to meet him, and I was like trying to have a nice little conversation about, um, you know, the name thing, because yeah. Carl Jacobs was really like, you got to tell Hassan about how his name ruined your name being Hassan, <laughs> whatever, and I like try to start that conversation, he goes, oh, cool, cool, dude, which like, yeah. big shock that he's kind of an asshole in person, yeah. we took a picture, he, I mean, he's not an asshole, he just, he wasn't in the mood to, to hang out and talk, and he yeah. was like, I'm sorry, dude, like, it's like, 
you know, I think that that it felt like in my head, and because because people have mentioned this mm. to me for years, like mm. to talk to him about it. So I was like, I had this conversation in my head, and I actually got to meet the guy, mm. and the conversation was very like. like maybe it took more. They like, thought you were being like more serious. With yeah, it I think I think maybe I think, you know, it's no secret that a lot of like internet fans develop stands that are definitely more on the spectrum. Like mm. there's like a lot more internet culture that ends up being consumed by people who aren't out socializing as often. Mm. So maybe you assume that I was just like. A weird guy. That's yeah, to I guess him. so. Yeah. And 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 the funny thing is, like, you know, a lot of people after that like followed me back. Like, I DM some of them. Like, I DM Will Neff, and I was like, "Hey, it was so nice meeting you, Will Neff, fucking master." Like, I've ne- I didn't know his content beforehand. He was incredible during Mogul Money, mm-hmm. and me and Alex are walking towards the parking lot, but we're like behind this like little grass area. Will Neff is in the parking lot, going towards the our car actually, mm-hmm. and he like I was like, "Hey, Will, you did great," and he runs to us. To, to be like, thank you so much. Like, what's your oh. name? So sweet. Uh, he follows me on Instagram now. We like DM back and forth a little bit here mm. and there um, immediately after. But he was so, so kind, That's so cordial, stuff. so respectful. Um, Hassan Piker was definitely like an interaction. I was like, ah, I wish I never met but, you. You know, he's an, he's an asshole in his chat too. No, so exactly. Like, it makes sense. And and at least he's not in character. He seems like he'd be really fun to have as a friend though. Like yeah. you could tell that the vibe that he was very, you know, enjoyable and agreeable to be around. It, it was, it was fun to, to be around them. Ludwig, like, that you can see in the picture of the two of us where he's like holding Mickey. He's like, what the fuck is this? But he's like <laughs> laughing about it. I was like, I was like, be real careful with my career there, Lud. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, wait, I, I want to know. Oh, I got to go. Nah, <laughs> like he, too late. he couldn't like, cause he was like, I was, I was the last picture Ludwig took that mm, night. He didn't take really? pictures of anybody else. He was just like, he was like, all right, I can do one more. You. It's always hard when you're trying to catch him after a show. And Which, cause a lot of those people like, were like in a, like, not allowed to be there if that mm. makes sense like they had been over the fence and they'd been like vip area oh. i was allowed to be there so it, it may have looked as though i was part of the crowd uh. which i get that and, and he was cool to me we talked like me and Miss Kiff spoke a little bit too and it was nice but mm. yeah that was like a super fun cool adventure uh, i had a lot of fun in disneyland the following uh day too yeah we literally did mogul money and the next day we did disneyland yeah, we were packed. um and that was a great time like uh, took a lot of fun videos, met a lot of really cool fans. I had a lot of, a lot of people come up to me and, mm. and talk and it was fun. And Alex was there. So it was fun to like have Alex watch me get like, have mm. people bump into me. I think that's always like a really fun thing to, you don't know how your friends are going to receive you. Like mm. not being a celebrity, that's not the right word for it, but they're not, you don't know how they're going to receive you having internet fame. Like, I don't, I don't know what the, the term mm. is for it, but, uh, he handled it well for somebody with, you know, mild social anxiety and stuff. So that was very funny, um, and I like... It's got a cool shot of your hand right there. It did, it did. I was just adjusting the camera for our audio listeners because mm. I was like, let's fix this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun. It definitely was the trip that you probably should have been on. No hate to Alex because I love Alex to death, but um, Isaiah's career is tied to mine now. Like We work together in this field, and we got, mm. to, we got to hang out with... Um, uh, one of my good friends, his name is J.O. He's a musician. He's a TikToker. Yeah, He's like J-O. legitimately one of my best friends in the world. Him and his roommate, Quasi, also another great friend of mine. Mm. We were hanging out. We went shopping together. We were hang- like just chilling. We listened to a bunch of his new music in the car. Mm. And then he FaceTimes Carlo Malice, which you guys don't know Carlo Malice. He's the man with this voice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Ed, Ed and Eddie been over for a minute. Yeah. Ed, Ed and Eddie been over for some time now. <laughs> for and some it's time. Fu- it's funny. I know the backstory of that incident mm. now, which is crazy because it's, it's a lot more involved. I'll tell you about it oh, later. I'll tell you off pod. It's not necessarily a secret, but like, hey, we'll keep. What if he wants to tell us on keep a podcast one day? You know? yeah. But um, Carlo and I have been mutuals on the internet forever mm. uh, for like over a year now, but we've never met. And he FaceTimes J.O. And then J.O. pans to me and he goes, <gasps> what are you doing here, my boy? <laughs> <laughs> you, you must come see me. And then uh. we like dropped everything. We went to their apartment in... Um, 
in downtown LA and it was mm. great. It was a lovely place. And we walk in, it's him, Markel, two of their other friends, really cool, like two creators and two people that aren't creators, but like really sweet. Mm. And it was primarily like people of color and Alex. And that was fun for me. I think in LA, I end up being friends with a lot more like people of color. They're people. more out there too. Yeah. So. It feels like they're more familiar to me. And it, that was really, really lovely just to be around very similar people. And like, you know, you didn't have to have the, you know, I don't have to explain as much about myself because they already know the explanations or we get mm. to talk in depth about like, you know, really racially charged stories and things like that, that you just instantly know with, with a, with a white person. Sometimes I'll often have to qual- like use a bunch of qualifiers to explain mm. a story with them. It's like, I can just tell the story start to finish. Mm. Um, it's really funny. Markel meets Alex and he goes, Hey, my name is N word. Call me N word. N word. N word. Say it. Say it. Say it. And Alex. Alex has social. And he's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, no. I'm kidding. My name's Cruel. Raquel. And he's such an antagonist in his videos. Mm. Sweetest guy ever. Like a piano savant in the real world. Mm. So cool. But me and Carlos got to like. Carlo really got to like get close, have some deep conversations. Turns out he used to. He grew up Muslim as well. Uh, really? He's not Muslim anymore. We 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 got to share that experience. We talked a lot about that. It's just lovely. It was it was a lovely, lovely experience. He also just like is the kind of guy that pulls people into conversations. Mm. So Alex is like, you know, he, he's standing around, he's hanging out with us, and he goes, Alex, <laughs> now how do you feel about women? And it's just like something <laughs> like that, and he'll just pull us in, and then we watch like mm. anime scenes together. We watch like My Hero Academia, All Might Powering Up, and he's quoting it with his powerful voice, yeah, and he's bro, just like keep rubbing it in. One for all. And he's like screaming. Keep rubbing it in. <laughs> it was it was all the people I wanted to get to know more, but I didn't get to meet. Last Did time. I offer for you to come on this trip? Yes or no? Did you? Yeah. And oh. you said no. You well, said, it was for Alex anyway, because I'd already been. I, but I, I offered. Feel. I offered. And you said, mm-hmm. and I quote, no, I'm good. I'm good. Because it was so soon after your last yes, trip to LA. And you were, then you were going begrudgingly. Yeah. But you could have come. I could have I'm come. not going to pretend I didn't offer you. I offered for you to come on this trip. <laughs> the first trip should have been better. You know. It's not. I, I, I couldn't. Jo went to freaking Hawaii in the first trip. It's not a. Mi- that's oh, not. Jo should have. Jo should have gotten this. Yeah, Jo, make time for us. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh God, that was it, that. That part was really fun. And then I had to mm. deal with a bunch of like Lyft bullshit not working, and that Always really drained some the shit the out of me. Of making travel worse. It was it was awful. We we went to Gabe Irwin's house for um Fourth mm. of July. So like at Gabe. Gabe yeah. Hey, you've been scrolling for a while. Super. Oh my God, one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life incredibly nice but i just got to to hang out kick it over there at that house for the last day fourth of july and then we uh we made it back to to birmingham and that's it's kind of the main things we've been up to just working on videos every day bad days getting its shorts ready um graham should have been on this episode but he uh he didn't realize because i forgot to text him so (laughs) trying to blame him but it's on me oh well um but yeah uh you know, that's a little bit of the catch up. Say, have you been doing anything that I'm unaware of during this time period? Um, not that you're unaware of. I've, I've been, uh, I've been writing and songwriting and working. Just been kind of here, building my little, my little empire. How sweet! Yeah. What a sweet way to say that. <laughs> Speaking of sweet ways to say things, sweet, today sweet we are empire. brought to you by Sweetbox. Oh, Sweetbox! It's a box full of sweetness. It's just a box of sugar that we send to your house. We're gonna we're gonna send boxes of sugar. Sitting. This is my uh, if you've listened to Tony Mrs. podcast and you're in the industry, give me ads. Send me sponsors. We for want money. We want it uh, for this channel to grow. You you need to text JC when you get time because he's not <laughs> answering my texts. Uh, I'll surprise I'm sure him. He'll be like, oh, money. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So we're hopefully we're gonna have a sponsor at some point mm. soon down the road. But until then. Now we've done the catch-ups, we've done the who's and the ha's and the the little little laughters. 
We're but you know something. what we haven't done yet? We're missing a little bit of something. Huh? We haven't really done the bad days. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Those stories that are other people's bad days that are the best stories on the internet? Yes. A.K.A. Am I the asshole? Ooh. So let's get into some of these. I'm going to say... First one here I got for you to read. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for not letting my ex's wife, stepkids, work for me? Ooh. Always some family stuff. I'll read the, the title again just in case Chris wants to use my sure. mine versus yours. Am I the asshole for not letting my ex-wife's stepkids work for me? Mm. Yeah, it was pretty good delivery. <laughs> yes, okay, fine. Just ex-wife and I divorced seven years ago. We have a teenage daughter together. The ex and I are not on the best of terms. Mm. When she started dating her husband, Jeff, the two of them attempted to get me to step back and step out of my daughter's life so he could be her new father. On top of that, since Jeff had three kids instead of one, he liked to believe that he knew better than me and was always trying to give me unsolicited advice, always acting superior. One time, he said to my daughter in front of me that he, oh, that I wanted her to call him dad too since he was an amazing parent and one I could aspire to be like. I did have to... Er, I did have to deny saying that without trying to say I didn't want my daughter to call him dad. I wanted to leave it to her. She never did call him dad, and she thinks he's arrogant as fuck, too. Mm. Jeff's kids are teens now, too, and they are aware my daughter has a summer and sometimes weekend job at the business I own. X and Jeff want the kids to work there, too. They say it would be great for all of them to be part of a family business and work together and build sibling bonds. I don't want Jeff's kids anywhere near my business. I don't want to be more involved in my ex's new life than I already am because of our daughter. Jeff's kids are not a part of my family, so them being a part of my family business doesn't make sense. Plus, from what my daughter has said and what the uh, what ex and Jeff have said, they're not really close and don't consider each other siblings. Hmm. My... Saying uh, my saying no has been controversial. I hear from Jeff and my wife all the time now on how I'm an asshole and I should be willing to give them a shot, pointing out that they are my daughter's family, whether I like it or not, and that she should be able to include them in a business one day uh, that she will inherit. Am I the asshole? Well, there are two thoughts here. From the perspective of the ex's family, he might just be thinking, oh, I want my kid to get a job and this is a connection that I have, so may as well shoot my shot here i'm gonna keep it about 50 with you most people don't have as hard of a time as you did to find a job <laughs> and finding a job in general is really easy but like, even like i think it's more the, personal. the family connection thing the people that's like a general like thing if, if you know someone that can give your child a job you'll go over there and you'll ask him for it yeah i guess i i think this is like he's not the asshole at all i think the ex and the the husband are yeah. totally the asshole entirely yeah. like you shouldn't be way, entitled to that kind of thing exactly exactly it's not your place to demand a job of somebody else and your kids are not their responsibility i know we have like a lot of this is us type of shows with divorcees and mm. kids that are friends with Always the stepkids yeah. and, and and sometimes those families are sweet i don't necessarily think that's practical in the real world half the time i don't think you know i think sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but uh yeah you're not mm. fucking responsible for your daughter's fucking step siblings to work for you yeah, and i respect family. you know i respect wanting to stay further away he's like mm. i don't want to be more involved in this you don't have to be a giant blended family where the exes hang out mm. with each other and and all that like not if you're not comfortable with no it. you're not if you're not comfortable with it so you know that's that's my simple thesis on that you are not the asshole my friend not at all you're chilling bro you're chilling right, like so this next one is gonna be a bit longer Ooh, long ones, which means Chris is going to have to finagle a way to <laughs> cut it together to be less than a minute long for the short. Yes, but there are like things that can be cut out, but 
This is the one we were seeing earlier. Yesterday, I think, when we looked over this. Is this one of the ones we we did the other day? You you talked about wanting to do this one. All right. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend's friends I make twice as much as he does when they called me a gold digger and he didn't defend me? Uh, to start, fuck no, you're not. No. You're a goddamn queen. You're doing your thing. Go off, bag. make bank, <laughs> and and don't don't be the sugar mama to some little little baby bitch boy that can't. Bro, the dream of having a woman make more money than me in my Ooh. relationship. Yo, bring Ooh. home the bacon and I'll help you cook it. Yeah. Are you kidding? We can make it work. Uh, this generation of like hyper masculine men. I'm so glad it's over because it's like. I don't give a fuck. I feel like we kind of we've diverged because there are folks that go down a certain internet pipeline where they feel like these are their like they're suddenly like conservative like like axe people or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like they they act like lumberjacks out in the middle of the frontier. Yeah. For some reason that they want to put on that like over masculine front. Yeah. And other other folks are like super duper the other way like super. Feminine. No man, and it's, like, I, more uh, more my, polarized. My fucking toenails are painted, and I like to cook more than I like to have food cooked for me. Hmm. Honestly, like. I I do lots of things that would be stereotypically the woman's job, and I also mm. do things that are stereotypically the man's job, and gotta be it doesn't fucking matter. But when it comes to this lady, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I'm gonna get my thesis, Let's my thoughts, my feelings. Uh, you are already making you're doing God's work, making more money than a man. Fucking mm-hmm. bring his ego down. Down. I, I had a burp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a relationship with a guy who also works in tech. He makes 68k. I make 130k. I'm a mechanical engineering at a robotics startup. He works at a more stable job programming at a large company. He brought me to meet his friends at a party and they asked me about myself. His friends mostly work in tech too and talk about themselves and in terms of their jobs. I told them I'm a hiker. I do archery. I love road trips and camping and dirt bike road trips. Basically talking about my hobbies because work is just a way to get paid and to do shit that I love. It's not how I define myself and it doesn't come to mind when someone wants me to tell them about myself. One of the friends asked uh, about work and said, uh, and I said, oh gosh, I don't want to talk about my work at a at a party spend my whole day sweating my ass off in that 95 degree heat trying to replace a busted motor just to find the replacement park was also fucked i wasn't lying or trying to downplay that i have a good job or that i really or that really was how i spent my day and i wasn't in the mood to talk shop at a party some other conversations came up casually that probably made me seem poor like me saying that the car dealership repair was a ripoff and telling my boyfriend that my childhood neighbor tra- neighbor trailer caught on fire and I was going to help her, uh, help visit her to help her out. I wasn't doing it on purpose. I was literally just talking about my life, but I guess I gave the impression that I was poorer. It got later. Everyone was getting drunker and some of his friends, not the close ones though, were making jokes about me growing up in a trailer and being a gold digger. And being ready to jump to a richer guy. Really misogynistic shit, honestly. Since they don't even know me and just seem to assume that all girls are gold diggers. He didn't say anything. He later said it was because he smoked weed and gets quiet and has trouble carrying quick conversations when he's high. But regardless, I felt he didn't say anything. I got irritated with his friends and asked, Now, why the hell would you say that when I make twice what he does? His friends went quiet for a second. I continued... There ain't no gold digger to uh there ain't no gold to dig here, not with him um or anyone at this party. So do y'all think I'm cheap or do y'all think I'm stupid? 
My boyfriend wanted to leave the party shortly after that, and he was upset with me for telling everyone I make twice what he does. I said I would have held my tongue if he checked his friends, but he didn't say anything, so I wasn't going to let them talk to me like that. He said it was humiliating, and now everyone thinks he's a bitch, and I flippantly said, at least they know I'm a rich bitch. <laughs> he was angry I embarrassed him when I spoke up. I was angry I had to say anything at all because his friends were talking shit, so it should be on him to check them. Uh, stuff is still tense. Am I the asshole for explaining why I'm not a gold digger? So he was too high to communicate. He didn't care because he was high, but also he's super embarrassed and super upset about it. I guess the repercussions one, post bro. being high are embarrassing. Yeah, I guess people are going to be he's like... He's lying. He's lying the whole time. Yeah, no, no. He just like... Like there's some... Like uh, the other day in the backyard, we were having like a heated conversation came up uh, mm. and it was just like political whatever. And you could tell that instantly... The three people that were there, just like other people were there, did not want the conversation to happen. They had their body language to reflect that. <laughs> and they didn't say anything in defense of anything while they shared all of my beliefs. They mm-hmm. just decided that they wanted to say nothing. I didn't love it, but I also like was like, okay, whatever. I can see how in like a spousal relationship, that's far mm-hmm. more degrading and upsetting. Yeah, much more. Um, like- I, how dare you let anybody say anything to your fucking wife? Respectfully, you, <laughs> you fucking suck. Like you can't let some guy come here and call your wife a gold digger. Yeah, and gold diggers aren't like I mean they're definitely a thing, but yeah, it's men sure. and women, dude. But yeah, pe- but there are plenty people. of sugar babies and sugar daddies all around. Yeah, getting their free checks. Absolutely, and and, and I don't think there's should we even frown upon that too severely and like go off on that? Let people do what they want to no, do. I mean, if it's two adults that that know what two they're getting into that and are like the, the situation, then why not? Two mentally healthy adults who are aware of the situation. There's no power dynamics. There's no mental illness dynamic. Nothing like that. Fuck it, man. Get your get your bread. I'm not gonna judge you. Mm. Like there there are girls who I've been friends with that have been like, don't tell anybody this, but I did tell sell feet pics once, and it was like really helpful because it's a car parent. I was like. First of all, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. That's great. Who the fuck bought your feet fix? That's my question. <laughs> that's so strange. But also, like, mm. eh, I don't know. Um, yeah, he is the asshole. She's not the asshole. He's an asshole. Um, I don't know why we're living in a world where women or men don't seem to want to, ha- like, you know, stand up for the people in their lives. It's either that or it's, like, they don't want to. Um, like sometimes they, like, they're, like, neglectful or like like a regret like gender roles like oh why did a man have to do all this and this and this and this but they, they also still want all that power that comes with all that responsibility yeah yeah so, I, I you know i'm just not i'm not about that at all i just mm. don't think like why 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 be like this why what the, the, the guys that got drunk like a gold digger like that's not funny and what if she was like what what are yeah. you saying there that's just gonna hurt somebody's feelings and if you're worried about your friend oh you're with the gold digger i think she's using you for your money <laughs> fuck you but also like hey you go talk to him in private about that are you gonna say that in front of her like yeah and some people think that they're making jokes like ironically but it doesn't really come across like that it just comes across as like straight up like racist or sexist or whatever yeah sexist misogynistic yeah um, so maybe just tread lightly and may- maybe don't overestimate your own intelligence when you're making those kind of jokes exactly you, know. you are not the asshole. Not the asshole. You are not the asshole at all. To keep it moving here. I just saw you get a Discord notification on your phone, and that's fucking uh, I've weird. I've been getting them. From lot. what? I, I just turned the notifications on. It's like your general community stuff. What the heck? Hmm. It, Trunks just... In, uh, one of our Discord moderators just invited me to a Discord server called the Bad Days Ban Appeal Discord. So I guess it's where we discuss appealing bands or something. That's so random. I don't fucking know. They're just they're just strange little guys Wacky. sometimes. Here you go. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. 
All right. Oh, oh, and other things that I've been up to, I streamed Fall Guys yes. for four hours over two days. No, actually, like over five hours. I streamed a two-hour stream and a three-hour stream last night. Um, and it was fun. I was Mickey for a fair portion of it, of the first stream, but by the end of it, I was just hustling. I was just hosting games. We we averaged over 350 viewers the entire time. Like mm. we, we peaked at like 450. We were there for a while. Um, the next day, I, I lowered a, a much lower average of 250, but like got a little bit more money in donations. It was engaged. I hung out in voice chat with my um, with people in the Discord. Mm. It was really fun. So that's going to be a new avenue of things that we do. And we're still fastly debating whether or not we're going to live stream this show, whether that's on Twitch or on the main YouTube channel. It's just the logistics of it are a little bit nerve wracking as to like where is the proper home for this thing? Because mm-hmm. we don't want the live stream audience to be expected to be Mickey and then all of a sudden we throw this on there and then they're like a little bit, uh, you know, might mm-hmm. lower the the average viewership. So lots of conversations to, to be had yeah. in the future about this kind of thing. But that's not what this is. This is, oh my God. Am I the asshole for exposing my family member's incest relationship? Sweet home Alabama. Row, tad, row. You know, that's not the real thing. That's the real thing. It's 100,000 people say it all the time. It must be real. There's not 100,000 Alabama fans in the world. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) There's only 4 million people in the state. That's right. And half of them are Auburn fans. Okay. Only exist in the state. Um. I found out my cousin, 19 male, was having an affair with my 27-year-old aunt female last year. I walked in on her giving him a blowjob. It was mortifying, and I decided not to say anything because I was just so scared of my aunt's and my cousin's wrath, but also didn't know what to do. Every time I saw them together, I could just feel and notice them flirting and the sexual tension they had. Eventually, I decided... I needed to do something because my cousin got a girlfriend and I saw them making out when they thought nobody else was watching. I'll admit, I did stalk them a bit and when I saw them leave a party together, I took a couple pics, made a group chat with all the family on Facebook, I added his girlfriend too, and I showed them what's been going on and how fucking disgusting, immoral, degenerate behavior. My family has disowned all of them. His girlfriend broke up with him too. He had to leave his university and his job because of all the drama and outside of... um. And oh my god, oh my god. Um I did not spread it to anybody outside his family. His girlfriend probably is spreading it. How old is the guy? How old is the guy? How old is the guy? Nineteen. Oh So sometimes it's love is love. And no, 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 it's not, huh? No, no, dude. Where, dude where's the marker dude, here? No, huh? no, 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 no. It's like it's <laughs> like did the did the aunt groom him? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Because maybe it sounds it like sooner than that. I mean, it's it's fucking disgusting and like. Wait, why is all the punishment seeming to be like on him? Like, what happened to the aunt? She got disowned by the family. Oh, okay. I mean, like, yeah, but like. I mean, she should be on like a sex offender registry. Yeah, I want to hear that part of the story. Um, I mean, incest is illegal. Yeah. In like several states, so she should be prosecuted for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, he was cheating on his girlfriend. Yes, that's also yeah. You shouldn't do that, especially with the family <laughs> family member. Uh, why do you do that? Look at what party, because it's him. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, but like, I mean, obviously she's not the asshole. No, uh, but no, that's not. That's not really I mean, let me look at some. Let me. I'm yeah. gonna glance this and see yeah. if there's any comments or anything worth reading. See, see some more uh, info um, to be gleaned, dude. 
Um, not the asshole. They suck for having insects. Cousin uh, sucks for cheating on his girlfriend. Aunt sucks because she's supposed to be mature. And above this for having an affair with a taken man. This is just barely legal, assuming 18 is the age of consent and is likely him taking advantage of him. I don't think incest is legal. It's very illegal in like every single state. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and someone commented, probably groom TBH. Someone said, I was thinking the same thing. He's only 19. Definitely some grooming. Not that it's uh, not his fault, but like sounds like a kid who was likely the victim of getting fucked over completely. Exactly. I disagreed. The cousin is an asshole. I think he's the victim here. Uh, Could have told his girlfriend he was cheating without mentioning the incest. That's the only reason I think that they'd be an asshole. No, 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 no. I, I, think, I think it is a bit nuanced at least, but like I think at the end of the day... Like, like for one, like, yeah, he was definitely groomed. If it's if that's the big age difference, I know we don't really usually assume that when it's a guy and, the, and an older lady. Oh, that segues into like, something interesting too. Oh. That's been happening day to day. What What do you mean? Um. So recently, uh, Roman Atwood released a podcast clip of his wife, Brittany Atwood. And if you guys don't know who Roman Atwood is, Roman Atwood is a massive YouTuber. Was once a YouTube prankster. Became one of the most wholesome family vloggers. I grew up watching a ton of him. I was a big fan of Roman Atwood and his brand. Smile More. I, act- I often think of bad days as like a version of Smile More. But like for the age demographic and for my life experience versus his. Um, so a lot of respect there. Up until he posted this podcast clip. And he posted it. No one else posted it. Roman himself posted a clip of Brittany Atwood saying... Roman felt like he was too old to take me to my senior prom. And they were laughing about that. She's like, you know, he just didn't want to be the old man there. And then the whole clip goes on um, and it just reiterates and it makes it very clear that it was her in high school. Mm -hmm. So I made a TikTok where I point out Roman Atwood's age, 39. Brittany Atwood's age, 31. So when she was a senior in high school, either 17 or 18 years old, he was 25 or 26. Mm. Now... I know they have a really happy life. A lot of the comments are like, how dare you come at him for um, like his happy life? And even if he groomed her, he gave her a good life. He groomed her. That was Wait, a real comment. People said that? Yeah, yeah. They were even comments. if he groomed her? They're like, you can say it's grooming. Y'all, y'all are too sensitive and too soft trying to ruin a man's life. Unnecessary cancel culture. He loves this woman. He married her. He gave her a child. All that stuff. And I'm like... We seriously cannot identify with victims in this country. And, and she's not. She doesn't feel herself as a victim either. I don't think I think there's so much like like, like um, okay yeah that's a good point like sometimes you, you can't like tell people that they're a victim if they don't feel like it but yeah. at the same time just from an outside perspective uh, she's a victim I had a friend who is a couple years younger than us but still in mm-hmm. their 20s and they told me that uh, they were at their uh, friends um, they were at she was at one of her friends house and their little brother was there and they uh, like dared her or some other scenario to give him his first kiss and make out with him or whatever. And she did that. And she could not understand why it was so disgusting and horrible. And then I flipped the genders on it. What if it was a man making out with a 14-year-old girl? And I think she, like, struggled with that idea a little bit. I think it was hard to articulate that. Because men men always want sex. Men always want, you know, that sexual attention. So they they can't not... A man can't really be sexually there's, assaulted. Uh, and, and I don't want to, like, speak for women here. and I, But I do think that there's this, like, really common narrative, like, right now with, like, you know, 19 to 20-year-old women with, like, 27-plus men. Mm. And a lot of times, because they're more put together, they're more mature and, and stuff like that. And they can offer them more things. And maybe they're better partners. Maybe they're, they're, they haven't – they're not doing the shit high school or college guys are doing. Mm-hmm. College guys. High school guys. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've off, I, I really don't like that. Um, like Olivia Rodrigo turned 18 and then within a week of that, the paparazzi were showing pictures with her and her 24 year old boyfriend. Mm. First of all, I don't like the paparazzi following an 18 year old girl around, but I really don't like the fact that this man is 
This man is 24 with an 18-year-old. I can hardly stomach having a conversation for more than 10 minutes with somebody under 20 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird phenomenon. I don't really know. I guess if, if you're if you're one of our many women listeners, we actually, and, you and, can and, and comment and something about what your seems, perspective on this. Seems weird. We do have a lot of female listeners. So like, mm-hmm. I am genuinely curious about your perspective. We're not going to diminish your value and like say you're wrong. I think there are nuanced approaches to this. I just did a lot. I just can't ever know. So I'd like yeah. to see whatever you have to say. But yeah, no, no, I mean, uh, this is this is a comment that's on the video. I don't get what you're trying to do. They are very happy together. Let them be happy, man, exclamation point. Um, and, uh, you know, then somebody kind of, because that means they were together when she was a minor and he was far older than that. No, they didn't start telling until she, after she was 18. And then this guy says, she's living a better life than you. Seniors are 18 or 19. I don't know what this dude is on. And What the fuck? No, they're not. Importantly, it's not always just about the people themselves. It's just about, like, the situation, like, how it might affect how people... Like think certain things are okay when they really shouldn't be, and we shouldn't right, glorify right. them. So it's just it's it's a lot of comments like that, and then like when you have a little bit more texture about Roman Atwood's life, um, you know it's he was married to somebody else and had a kid with somebody else prior to this. Uh, he so was like he wasn't like man. yeah he wasn't, and I don't think this makes it better, but he wasn't like an immature twenty five year old who was still acting like he was nineteen. Mm. I'm twenty three, and I I literally would never speak to. Like, a, a person in high school ever. An 18-year-old, probably never. No, like, fuck no. no. Oh, my God. No, not probably. Definitely that never. Proximity Disgusting. Close, like, it just feels so awful. It's so close to childhood. Like, like, a year ago, they were... It was appropriate for them to, like, you know... I guess uh, there's a bunch of things that are appropriate. I'm not trying to be diminished. Like, I'm just trying to make fun of people. Yeah. A year ago, she was at third period class, you yeah. know, in fucking geometry. She's and now she's like applying for college still. Like, no. um, and then another person comments. I love how people say, yet she's very happy. Like I get the woman has been taken advantage of, but she's not. TBH people just want others to be victims and hate it when it's literally the exact opposite. Would you be cool with your hypothetical 17 to 18 year old kid in high school dating a 25, 26 year old? No, obviously not at that time. But if years down the road, down the line, she was happy. I would be glad she did. No, you wouldn't. No, the fuck you would not. <laughs> lying right you now. freak. Oh, my God. <laughs> Simply no. Dude, dude. Like, I don't know Roman Atwood's story. Maybe they were joking in that bit. Like, I don't know all the mm-hmm. ins and outs, but. If she was really a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old or, or just really like a high school student mm. and you started dating her, I, I think that calls into question a lot of your own morality, my man. And I love that you're you're married and you made a good woman out of her and you give her a really great life. Like, that's cool. It's unrelated. And I do think that there needs to be like a nuanced discussion about like age ranges. A lot of people really think it's like 18 is the line. Mm-hmm. It's It should be more about the distance and the time rather than just like the age. Right. Because like, you know, like, no, it's an 18 and 19 year old. That's not, that's no, not, that's fine. A 31 and 39 year old. I don't give yeah, a no. shit. Yeah, they're, Absolutely they're, not. They're, they're both old. But a 15 year old and you know, uh, a 22 year old, mm. that's gross and weird. Yeah. Like, okay. So uh, when we were in middle school, there was a girl um, she's an actress and she's done a lot of cool stuff now so I hope she's doing well mm. but she was in our grade in the 7th grade mm-hmm. and she was dating a I think a junior in high school mm. how fucking weird is that now that's a bit wacky like when you think about your mental capacity as a junior in high school right you're you're not an adult yet but you certainly like are levels and levels and levels above middle school yes and he was dating a 7th grader 
It's like, like isn't that appeal- so weird? What's like, even appealing about though? Like when you're in high school, these when I was in high school, I was never looking down. They're I was, fucking I was pedophiles. Looking, looking up. They're fucking pedophiles, know? dude. They literally like, like are attracted to children, and that's why they do shit like that. Eesh. But uh, back to the Roman and Britney situation, it's just like uh, that is grooming. That is by definition grooming. You're an older person who is more put together. You're using your money and your thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, you you ended up giving them a good life, but during their formative years, they were reinforced by your beliefs and your lifestyle and who you are as a person and, and this is when all the cool people come out and say oh i wouldn't i would have been okay with it yeah I, i'm fine i'm a you cool know there person. are still there are still people who yeah. like high fi- like like, like there, there's this guy named nick foster on tiktok and he's a really really terrible guy um and he makes videos about like um young men that were sexually assaulted and he's like well, if i was him i'd be hype as all hell i got a teacher Go fuck yourself there's so many things mm-hmm. where it's like it's like Oh man! Oh, the hot teacher had sex with me. It's like no, she raped you. Yeah. <laughs> There's never a scenario where that is okay. No. Ever. I mean, the the age dynamics, the power dynamics, and I know we were just talking about like incest and age dynamics, mm-hmm. and uh, there's so much that goes into it. It's wrong for so many reasons. And then dude, this another point on that. Like, if you're gonna be one of these guys that's like, oh, no one takes you know, male victims seriously, then like, speak up whenever you hear another guy say some shit like, oh, when I was a boy, I would love to have a teacher say like, no. Don't let that be acceptable. Uh, I think that that was more acceptable ten years ago for some reason. Like, just because we didn't, we didn't. It have wasn't. The, yeah, the I don't think we same. were educated on yeah. it. I and and like, I hate that that was a thing. That like, ah, oh, that that teacher's really hot. Like, making an inappropriate mm. comment about like, that. And even like in like old like like media for like boys, there'd be like like stuff like Disney movies that you could not like. Drew Gooden did an amazing video. <laughs> yeah, on that's exactly kid. what I was thinking about. It's this about. kid who gets a blank check, and in it, a big central storyline is this like real love affair going on between like a twelve-year-old and a grown woman, and they even like kiss with like a little tongue yeah. in the movie. First of all, it's a fucking Disney movie. Whack. Um, <laughs> Whack. Some old perverted Hollywood writers that are just being like, "Oh, this is what I would have liked." No. I just stared at the camera and froze the smile for a little bit, <laughs> so I could get a thumbnail for later. <laughs> mm. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, no, just uh, guys, it, it makes my you know, my life so much easier. <laughs> we'll do more poses at the end, but yes. yeah, oh my god, it's so cringe, cringe, uh, and, and people don't know how to talk about. And this. like, no disrespect, uh, Roman Atwood. I've loved your legacy. Like, I've loved the videos you've made. I was mm. a big fan. I was a big fan of the prank channel too. I was so I was like young enough to really receive prank videos back then and have them be positive experience. <laughs> and then the vlog channel was great. Mm. I love watching them get their first home. I want. I love watching them build their first home and their their studio and stuff. But I cannot deny the fact that you, no matter how upstanding a moral character, were once a twenty five year old after a person in high school. And you can and, say whatever oh, you want about like, oh, society is different now, but like the the cultural markers are still there, like that signify that certain people are children and certain people are not. Right. Right. So and and what um, you're going against. Oh, you want to read some more of this? Or no, no, actually, actually, yeah, find me another story. Sure. And while we're doing that, I think there was one more comment that I did want to read. Mm. Um, you know, I, a lot of people are claiming that he was joking. Um, but what do you call it? It feels it feels weird. It doesn't feel like a joke. The delivery doesn't feel like a joke. Um, let's see. Let's see. Britt had already graduated high school at the time that they met. Roman was living in a different state. And, and then Britt married to Noah's mom. That's what people are commenting. Mm. But like... Like, I could play the audio right here. Roman wouldn't go to prom with me, so I never went my senior year. Yeah. Wow. They removed the one I wanted. Oh, no. It was... Find (laughs) the video. Uh, I don't know what the... It was... Maybe. I don't know if this was like a video one or one that I just found. One that you found. This is what... Am I the asshole for making our guests participate in our puppet-themed wedding? (laughs) We'll never get to... We'll never get to know. Oh, my God. Wait. wait, That that, that one's not there? It's not there. Damn. That's one that we put on the main channel. Really? 
instantly well we put it on the main channel on that channel because it's a puppet it's a puppet um but yeah you guys i mean like it doesn't seem like she's joking it doesn't seem like there's an inside joke or a gag going on it it really feels like that's just what it, what it was you know like Literally, just like Roman wouldn't go to prom with me, so I never went my senior year. Yeah, wow. He was too old. That's yo. So, no way. So you guys, I went junior year, but so so you never went to your senior prom. No, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was one of those guys that was like prom so dumb. Like why would you do that? But I wasn't I wasn't very uh, maybe fun on that level. Probably made her miss prom with her boring old man. She's dating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you, do you regret things like that? Like no. First of all, this is edited like shit. They actually <laughs> just hold the middle frame of every camera angle. So at Ew. one point, Roman is talking, and it's literally <laughs> like, g- guys, it's literally just the fucking... Isaiah, close your eyes. Damn it. Focus. Why is this working? It usually... Lean out of frame. Lean out of frame. There it is. Look at that. Look at that fucking camera. It's literally just the <laughs> microphone. That looks crazy. Um... Yeah, I, and then they don't address it. There's a lot of people in the comments coming at that. Mm. And it's like, it's like, yeah, I'm sure he wasn't, he, he felt too old to go to your thing. He was going to get arrested if he came to your prom. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, did he not want to go to the school say he was not allowed to go? Mm. She was mid-20 when she was 18, so 17 and 25 is what the comments are saying. Like, it's, oh, geez, it's, it's, that's rough. That's rough. I don't like that. Um, we'll move on to another story, this but I do a, think that, like, hey, this kind of merits further discussion. Um, yeah, I don't we'll want to cancel. I don't want to cancel Roman out with it. I don't feel like. I want to well, be clear. That's not what I'm doing. Isn't productive, and I don't think that's the goal. It's just no. To, we need to use this person I do think as that an example. Th- it would be lovely if he could like address it at some point and be like, "Times were different, and I wouldn't make the same choices now, mm. and I don't think it's appropriate now for a 25 year old." And like, mm. I'm scared that he's going to be giving his two sons that kind of advice and his daughter that his daughter will eventually get that type of advice yeah, she'll be like oh i see oh this is just like my dad yeah <laughs> okay this is a different uh kind of tone but equally as uh stimulating i think am i the asshole for calling my hot-tempered guy co-worker emotional to embarrass him into calming the fuck down read it oh, no no you, you can read it read it read sure, it sure. man I'll, i'm just gonna be expressive lean so, back in your chair so we're both in focus sorry <laughs> so i'm an engineer and i'm working on a team with seven decently chill guys and one guy with anger issues like you can't just have a respectful disagreement he'll raise his voice and yell and get up close to your face i hate it so i started by just complaining to my boss about it and he brushed it he brushed it under the rug saying that he's just like that and if i thought he was bad now i should have seen him 10 years ago before he mellowed out it makes me wonder what he was like 10 years ago because he sure ain't mellow now it's also a small enough company that there's no HR, only the corporate management, which didn't help. So I took a different approach. I stopped calling him angry or calling him what he was calling what he was doing, arguing or yelling. I just swapped the words uh, emotional or throwing a tantrum or having a fit. I was kind of hoping if I could shift his reputation from domineering big man vibes to emotional and tantruming, weak, sad baby vibes. So I started just making subtle comments. Like if I had a meeting with him and he got a temper, I mentioned to the other people, wow, it was crazy how emotional Jay got. I don't know if he has the energy to throw a hissy fit at 9 a.m. Oh I barely, I'm barely awake. <laughs> or when my boss asked me to recap a meeting he missed, I told him, Dan, Jack, and James had some really great feedback on my report for this client. Jay kind of had trouble managing his emotions and had a temper tantrum again. But you know how he gets. 
Or when a coworker asked why he was yelling, I'd say, honestly, I don't even know. <laughs> he was just getting so emotional about it, he wasn't speaking rationally. <laughs> I tried to drop it in subtly, and some of my coworkers started picking it up. I don't think consciously, I, I don't think consciously just saying stuff like, oh, remember uh, another one of Jay's fits or something like that. I got gutsy enough to even start saying to his face, hey, I can hardly understand what you're trying to explain when you're so emotional. And again, my coworkers started picking up on it, and I even caught several of them telling him to get a hold of himself. After a while, he started to get a, a reputation as emotional and irrational, which I, got, I could tell pissed him off, but he stopped <laughs> yelling at me so much. <laughs> anyway, he slipped once this week, and I just said, I really can't talk to you when you're being this emotional. And he blew up at me, asking why I was always calling him that. I shrugged and said, dude, you look like you're on the verge of tears, so go look in the mirror before you ask me. And he got really angry, and I suggested he might start crying. That was You were bullying him. <laughs> that was kind of a, a flippant comment. He was red-faced, angry, not tearful, angry, and I could tell. I feel a bit. I feel like a bit of a dick for being petty and trying to gaslight this guy into thinking everyone around him sees him like a cryberry, crybaby, cryberry. <laughs> but it also mostly worked when the proper channels didn't. Am I the asshole for calling my coworker emotional when he got mad? Fuck yeah, you are. <laughs> yes. Yo, you are. You are a fucking asshole. I love. <laughs> Wait, is your mic off? Oh my god. Yeah, there you go. Shit, we missed so much <laughs> of that. No, it's fine. Do we want to cut it? Should I reread it? No, no, it's fine. It's right, fine. Okay. Uh, guys, sorry. You missed a little bit of my who's and my how's my laughter. <laughs> if you watch the uh, the video, you'll be able to see it. It's fine. Read between um, the lines. Bro, yeah, she's a fucking asshole. You're a total <laughs> asshole, but you know what you're also? Yes, you're a hero. Fucking hilarious. Yes. You're the hero. That's such a fun... It's really important when you have people like that that are just like, they just don't give a fuck and they're just going to blow up on people for no reason that you make them feel like... You dis you disincentivize that behavior because those kind of people like it when like everyone stops down and everyone's super quiet around them and walking on eggshells. You don't want to give them that at all. So that's yeah, it's really absolutely. Good. I mean, that's such a fun strategy. Yes, it's fucking awful. <laughs> and uh, this guy's uh, also people with a temper in the real world. What the fuck are you doing? We're not children anymore. We're not children. I don't think we get to like have <laughs> temper tantrums as adults anymore. No, you um, should yeah tell everyone in the, in the theater department at every single school. Oh my god. Sorry. We watched a theater sorry. play recently, actually. <laughs> Should we talk about Mamma Mia a little bit? Sure. I uh, would love to. W w w w in general, nothing ab nothing about the, this specific production of Mamma Mia. No, I, I want to talk about this specific Mamma Mia. Just in general, I don't think I'm, I like Mamma Mia all that much. Just the <laughs> plot is a bit weird Mama and dumb. Mamma Mia. Wait, what's some... Uh, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> oh. dumb that a woman... <laughs> Oh. Can have multiple sexual partners? Yeah, I didn't. I felt a bit, in, a bit insecure when I saw that she was so uh, sexually uh, active and had so much prowess. So I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Dude, don't use the word fucking excuse. prowess today. I don't need you to use the word prowess. <laughs> She's on the prowl. <laughs> no. Prowl. She's on the prowl. Prowess. Um, look, the, I want to talk about the specific production of Mamma Mia. Okay, fine. So I've never seen Mamma Mia. It's been on my list for a long time. I've had friends in the past that like Mamma Mia has been their favorite thing. Like mm. Mamma Mia is great. I like ABBA a lot more recently because TikToks had like a lot of really fun trends with ABBA music. Um, I recognize so many TikTok songs. So I the, to the thing. Da, da, sometimes mm -hmm. when I'm lonely, or, I sit um, and think about him. Yeah, sipping through my fingers all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. I try to every minute. Well, there were some other ones too that they were fun. It yeah. was that part was fun, and and like because that I've I've started to enjoy ABBA a lot more recently. Um, so I was excited about this. Our friends 
girlfriend was in it, and, and she's our friend too. I don't know why I'm qualifying yeah. with two different friends. Our friend was in it. Our friend was, really was in it. She was she was amazing. She was mm-hmm. she was playing like a more background role. She was definitely just like part of the ensemble. She was part of the ensemble, but she was really good. She never missed a beat. She was fucking killing it choreography wise, facial expression wise, was actually acting. The rest is fucking production, <laughs> dude. It's like an entirely gay look to clarify no this no, is no, a no community college like okay community but i want to talk before you try and fucking redeem them okay i'm so tired of you and <laughs> your 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 fucking incessant need to be nice to people i'm so i look continue say. continue continue say. Do, do, do what you want to say okay. what, say what you I have just, to say he's just say what you have to say i i'm yin and you're yang okay well yang speaking here mm-hmm. oh my god oh my god oh my god every single man on that cast was so gay, and there's nothing wrong with that except that they're acting, and not one of them could act straight. If the line was, you look absolutely beautiful, he would say, you look absolutely beautiful. Oh my God. Wow. Like, I don't know. What, I don't know what the fuck the need was to be one like. One character that was purposeful, but everyone one, else. Okay, okay. So I turned out the three, there's three, like, Older men mm-hmm. in this in this community theater playing spoilers the spoilers for Mamma Mia. By spoilers for Mamma Mia, by the way. Uh, fuck man, it was from two thousand eight. Um, <laughs> there were three older men in it. One of them, one of their characters is actually gay. The other two are not, and all three of them are supposed to be love interests for the woman. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was not <laughs> made clear by any fucking thing going on because it was just like it was like. This is my tur- what? What did he call the Tura something 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 the place? Um, the 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 built. Pl- I forgot. I forgot what I it's called. Place. I'm gonna some say some big building and Greek thing. I this is my hotel. I designed this hotel. <laughs> on a napkin. Wow, I, I sketched it out on a napkin. <laughs> and the other guys, like, the other guy, which turned out two of them were married, which is really adorable. Mm-hmm. Like, two of the three guys playing the love interest. Oh, for real? Yeah, in the real world, they're oh, married. Yeah, dope. so you told me about it. It was, it was super great. Dope. But, um, yeah, the the other guy who's, like, also supposed to be love interest. And then, like, later in the thing, is love interest for another character mm. is literally just, like, Ah oh, man, yeah, I travel the world. You like, might be my daughter. You might be my daughter. Oh my god, Which, bro! And the not lead, unprecedented in bro, Alabama. The lead man. The, the, so it very much felt like, and I don't know if this is just for Mamma Mia in general, but for the plot of Mamma Mia, um, I don't, I, I don't know the actual plot, but in this play, it felt like she wasn't supposed to end up with the guy at all. Mm. It felt like the guy was supposed to be a villain. I actually think it's just because this guy played it like shit. I don't know what the original thing is, and I should go back and watch it, but. Me and me and my friend Noah, you get Noah's been on the podcast. Yeah, we agreed to share a glance every time after the intermission because I've been doing it the whole time. I looked at him and I was like, "Hey, can we like look at each other every time the guy does some like lizard person shit?" Because <laughs> I think he's a fucking lizard. I don't think he's like I think he's like a human being wearing like lizard skin. No, or they liz- didn't give him much to work with. Other way, sorry, know. a lizard wearing human being skin. Yes, there you go. But he would just like like he just moved fucking weird as shit, <laughs> and and like also he's a love interest, and he's like. Come on, baby. It's my wedding day. I'm going to go to my bachelor party. Lucky yes. Just it's just a part of the new wave. We were talking about the, the you know, the feminine. No, he no, no. Manly, he was straight. absolutely not manly. He Man. was absolutely not straight in any way, shape or form. Um, and by the way, these were these people were like confirmed to be gay to us afterwards, too. So like this isn't like throwing allegedly. shade. Um, allegedly. Confirmed. One guy in the cast was fucking jacked, like yes. fucking beyond yoke. I heard yeah. he was doing push ups and sit ups. A few of them were like quite jacked because they had like shirtless stuff there was too many shirtless scenes there were so many and oh my gosh like the the gay energy of that show was ridiculous (laughs) it was so funny because it was also like the age range so in mamma mia there are like these three older women the mom and her two friends and like 
One is played by like the lead mom, the mom of Mamma Mia is played by a 26 year old. Mm -hmm. And then this other woman, her friend is played by a 30 year old. And then there's like a 50 year old woman playing (laughs) their other friend. They all went to school together, you know. The age range was hilarious. Like I couldn't keep up with what, like what what I was supposed to be leaving. Like suspension disbelief was not there. So Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking community theater. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to that play. And like there's always going to be something that's going to be like, oh, okay. It's just so. I just was in New York and I was watching Broadway plays and this is the next thing that uh. I saw that was a theatrical <laughs> performance. So mm-hmm. from Hamilton, which is the last thing I saw in Town, to this, it was very, very funny. Very, very jarring. I can't get over the fucking, the, just the fact that they were all trying to be straight because it's not like, there's nothing wrong with being a gay actor and playing mm-hmm. a straight character. Sheldon Cooper did it for years. I mean like. Whole bunch of theater folks. Oh my, Neil Patrick Harris plays straight yeah. better than most straight men on How mm-hmm. I Met Your Mother. And he is such a gay man. He has such a wonderful life with his husband and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And it was just really funny to see these guys. And in my brain, a lot of times I like to watch shows like this. And I'm like, I wonder which one of these are going to be on Broadway one day. Because <laughs> in every production, it feels like there's one town that's like, oh my God. Shore. Like the main, uh, the main uh, actress, the main character. And she had a, an amazing, beautiful voice. I loved it. Yes. I loved it and she was great um and she brought like a great physicality to the role too i yeah. think she like moved really well with it um that's one one thing that i'll really give our friend sydney is that like in the background in our background by the way like we we both did show choir so like expression work on stage telling yeah. a story i've done some acting work zay's done some stage acting work so like that's our background in that so we're not trying to be super judgmental of like a thing that's beyond us sydney's facial expression work mm-hmm. our friend amazing the whole time and and her acting cue like her directorial cue was act like you're drunk having fun and she acted like she was drunk having fun (laughs) wasn't sloppy just having a great time Mm -hmm. there's a lot of other people in the ensemble i cannot say the same for but she was doing great um the mom was not my favorite i didn't enjoy the mom no she pulled up she pulled the part off well like what she was like i didn't didn't like the character all that much but i think maybe that's what it was Mm -hmm. i don't know what it was but regardless uh mama mia i want to watch the movie i want to get a better feel for it but i just had to point out i just thought it was so funny because the issue isn't that they're gay. It's that they're bad actors. Because mm-hmm. y- you can't, like... If I have to play a gay character, I'm mm-hmm. not... I'm going to carry myself very differently. Like, it depends on... Actually, it depends on the role. Because yeah. if I'm playing a character who's just gay in sexuality, right? Not necessarily, like, in the culture of what he likes and what is more effeminate mm-hmm. uh, wants, right? Then mm-hmm. I won't play it like that. But if I'm ca- playing a character that has more effeminate wants, then I'm definitely going to play it in in a, in a different way than I would play just a straight character if I was <laughs> gay. You know what I mean? So th- that's definitely... I feel like I've tiptoed a line where I'm going to get in trouble here. Maybe. Cannot stress enough. <laughs> Do you think I might get in trouble for this? I, it just We just got to clarify. I want to be as clear as possible. Yeah. I'm a fucking ally. I love gay people. I love that there were that many gay performers and some of them were genuinely great. It's Most of them in weren't. In this specific performance, some of the uh, the choices that were made yeah. weren't as believable as they could be. My friends, a lot of my friends are on Broadway now, uh, which is lovely, and that's a really weird flex to say, but a lot of my friends have ended up being on Broadway, and most of them are gay, and they're all amazing performers, mm-hmm. tried and true, top to bottom, in and out, like the most impeccable, powerful, amazing, breathtaking singing voices and presences, and these actors, not so much. I mean, uh, well, also, once again tempering expectations you know the, the the broadway actors have been doing it for like since they were five years old most of them yeah and these guys are just some folks that like theater so maybe maybe i gotta be Definitely. nicer to it yes um 
<laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not trying to bully. I feel like I think I maybe went on a thing. So I'm gonna. Pa- I. I am genuinely so sorry if you're part of that production. I don't know how you're seeing this. Yeah, watch would, the podcast. Wouldn't so, it be you're so here. crazy if they saw it? I mean, we're, we, you, we're you not never that. Know who's in our audience? So, so. We've been growing, but we have been growing like that. Um, At least not in Bama. We have been growing. Not around. growing in Bama, but hey, you know, genuinely, like we actually we did have a good time though. So yeah, it was amazing. I, I, I really enjoyed myself just being there, just seeing all the. I haven't seen a stage play in like a long time yeah. or, or a musical. Like and we got to laugh time, about so. it afterwards and talk and like. Hearing Sydney share like the tea going on backstage. It's always it was really something fun. going on, so it's always nice um, to hear about that. Well, we talked show. about how like our senior musical, which I wasn't a part of, Isaiah was a part of, caused everybody to break up, like it ruined lives. There are shockwaves, rippling effects from that musical to this day. Something that just about theater that makes people the worst. Yeah, it makes people act in, in terrible ways and antisocial ways. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's that is true. Every theater is haunted. It is. It is. We could do another AITA, by the way. Oh, sure. At my am I asshole? I by the way, guys, if you want to comment like a different title for am I the asshole? YouTube it will demonetize me every time I type a video as am I the asshole in the title. But videos don't get enough searches. Like I just posted probably one of my favorite clips, and I really want to comment on it, and it got like fifty three views. Oh, the only other one was the one I wanted to read with Graham. What so about the videos I sent you? Was there, were there not anything else left in those? Uh, there was uh, the one I couldn't find. And uh, I, the, the two of the last ones that I added were from you. So, Gotcha. Let's see. Wait, I can find something else. For I feel it. Easy, it's easy. Easy. Well, easy. I can look for some titles. Um, but yeah, guys, it's been fun. I, I had a great meeting with my YouTube manager recently. So we have like a lot of cool things in the works. And I'm, I'm really working really hard to make this a career. Um, other than that, oh my God, rental homes. So I live in this house. It's a three-bedroom house. Uh, this bedroom is the studio. It's where we film everything. It has to be dedicated to being a studio. That bedroom's for my roommate Alex. The other room is my room. So we need to move into a bigger place. Isaiah has to move in with us now. It's it's mm-hmm. definitely high time we live together because we work together so much. And he needs a space in in our home that is comfortable for him to vegetate, relax, unwind in. He doesn't have to drive twenty-five minutes back to his parents' house to mm-hmm. do. Um, our lease is up in October. And uh, my landlord recently sold my house to a company called First Key Homes, and I have not enjoyed how they've been running my home. And, like, <laughs> it's been really, really frustrating dealing with them. Yeah. So I've been looking for homes. I found this beautiful home, four bedrooms, totally affordable in our price range, 3,000 square feet, 3.5 bathrooms, like exactly, exactly, exactly what I wanted. And then some, a beautiful backyard, porch. I see it on a Saturday. I call the company. I email the company. I do everything. Um, I can't get a hold of anybody. I call Monday morning at 8 a.m. The second they open their doors mm. and some other lady had a contact there and put a deposit on the house sight unseen. So the dream home that I wanted to move into, gone. And for those of you like, why don't you purchase a home? I really, really would love to purchase a home. But being a YouTuber, I'm working off 1099 income. So like I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm not employed. It's a different kind of privileges some folks have. Right. So I have to. I need to have 24 months of income of as a YouTuber to be allowed to get a loan for a home. But yeah, I uh, I lost my favorite the, the house. So hopefully by the time you're gonna watch the next episode, maybe I will have found that the house because it'll be three four weeks mm. for us. Um, but yeah, it's uh, an interesting one right here. Um, I'm just, just struggling a little bit with that. But other than that, we've been chilling and I'm looking at a chart on my phone that I can't talk about with you guys, but I'm going to talk about with Zay afterwards because <laughs> that chart looks good, Zay. It does. You see that chart? Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for ruining my brother's marriage because his wife left me at the pool? Mm. Mm. Ruining your brother's marriage? Yikes. We'll see. Uh, 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 uh,
Uh, I, 19 female, had surgery a couple days ago to get all four of my wisdom teeth out because I had really bad fear of dentists. They drugged me pretty hard and had to do the removal. Not like laughing gaff that wears off real fast, but like actual IV medicine. And I was pretty much unconscious during the whole thing. They told me to have a responsible adult drive me to my the appointment and back. And the meds they gave me would make it dangerous for me to drive. My mom was on a work trip and couldn't take me. So I asked my sister-in-law, Bree, 24, if she could do it. The whole, uh, if she could do the whole thing, it'd only take an hour or two. I even offered gas money because the dental office is about 45 minutes away. I would have asked my brother, but he works during the day while Bree stays at home with their two-year-old daughter, who I think was Bree's mom at the house that day. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I read that weird and I was very confused. Um, Bree agreed to take me to my appointment and the surgery went fine. Bree was waiting in the lobby for me to be done. When I came out of the anesthesia, I was very, very disoriented, nauseous, which I guess is normal. I had gauze in my mouth and it, uh, to stop any bleeding and Bree took me in the car uh, when I was let go. I don't remember much of the drive, but I it felt uh, like not enough time passed before Bree got out of the car, told me to come with her. I was really out of it and just followed her because the alternative was staying in a hot car. Long story short, we were at a pool. I was really confused, but once we were through the gate, Bree basically parked me at one of those little benches, and she said she'd be back in a while. I was still trying not to puke and was really dizzy in the heat, 90 degrees plus, and the drugs, so I asked her to take me home, but she wouldn't. I guess it was her day off, and she didn't have my niece, and she was meeting friends at the pool. I was starting to feel really sick and on the verge of passing out or having a panic attack. So I called my brother. I don't think uh, he could understand me between the meds and the stuff in my mouth because he was hung, because he hung up. I guess uh, he called Bree because she came stomping back over, cussing and yelling at me, and took me back to the car. I passed out on the drive home, but when we arrived, my brother had left work and met us in the driveway. He was screaming at Bree, and she was crying. I was still pretty disoriented, but my brother took me back home and stayed with me until the meds wore off. That's when he told me he was divorcing Bree because of what she did and some other things he didn't go into detail about. It's been a few days since then. Bree had been blowing up my phone telling me what a bitch I am and how he... Uh, tattling ruined her family part of me feels bad because of my niece and i wonder if i should have just dealt with it and waited for her to be done at the pool instead of calling my bro and causing problems am i the asshole oh my so god it seems like all she did was just call someone <laughs> and the consequences of their actions kind of yeah settled I, on in i don't understand like so when i got my wisdom teeth pulled mm-hmm. i didn't go to an anesthesia i actually did what most people don't do i stayed fully awake and mm-hmm. i just let them pull it all of them out while i was wide awake and i could feel it all and then I went Did home. Did you feel the pain of it? Or yeah. just the I mean, yeah, to a point, and then it numbed at some point. I felt the first tooth completely. Uh, yeah. It literally felt like pulling teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but and then I was fine afterwards, and then my friend took me home, and we just kicked it, and I asked to be high. I mm. like specifically requested. I paid 40 extra dollars. I was like, I'm never going to be high legally in the real world. I like, don't smoke. I don't drink. So mm. can you give me nitrous oxide for this <laughs> procedure? So they gave it to me, and they pulled all four of my teeth out at once, but like... Dude, I was fucking sick for a little bit. Like I was mm. I was really out of it. I recovered pretty quick. Like the next day I was eating burgers and shit, but I'm very, very atypical in that regard. Mm-hmm. I handle my, my pain tolerance is really decent on like big things. I'm a bitch about little things. If something mm. like cold touches my back and I'm like, I'm like no, <laughs> I hate it. But uh other mm. things I'm I'm very chill about. Jesus Christ. I mean, imagine having surgery and being under anesthesia and just sitting in 90 degree weather. I don't understand why she didn't just take her home. Yeah, like, just take, take her home and do your business later. Yeah, take her home like, and then, like, you don't even have to watch her. Like, uh, you probably should, but her mo- your her mom could heat. watch you. Watch maybe, maybe she really just genuinely didn't know what it was like to have her wisdom teeth taken out and that you need to be, like, under constant supervision almost after, like, at least 24 hours after. 
Yeah, I mean, she's 24 years old. She's not a mm-hmm. child. I think all of us. I were. I'm 23, and I know it. Yeah. You know, all of us. <laughs> no, know and her. when my brother got his wisdom teeth taken out, I was like there. I had to be there like the whole time, but making sure he got like applesauce Ugh. and shit. <laughs> like, was, that bitch. Yeah. Like, and and I feel bad for the two year old, obviously, but he said there's other reasons too. Yeah. So maybe she's just been like a neglectful, selfish person, and maybe those friends aren't good. Like, there's a thousand things going on there mm. that could make that more nuanced. Um, could you do that? Uh, type in your phone lock screen so I could oh. read. I think there were some updates and stuff. So, yeah, so there's an update. You can scroll to the top and click on the link. Update is here. The story is not over. Motherfucker, Jesus, uh, motherfucker, this is longer than the story. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's do it. First, thank you to everyone who read the original post and reassured me. It helped a lot, and I understood now that my bro's marriage was rocky before Bree pulled that stunt in my original post. I'm not good on Reddit, usually just silently reading posts, and my update kept getting deleted on the AITI subreddit, and a ton of folks asked for it. So here it is. I called my bro to check on things and thank him again and see how thing uh, how he and my niece were doing. He told me uh, some things about Bree and why he's divorcing her. I don't think she's cheated on him or anything like uh, uh, like a lot of people in the original post said, but at least my bro never said anything about it. But y'all were right about the, uh, the incident with me being the straw that broke the camel's back and that I'm not the only victim of Bree's carelessness. Mm. A while back, I guess my bro came home early from work and found my two-year-old niece alone in the house with the door unlocked. He called Bree three or four times with no answer. She came to the front door right before he was about to call the cops. Apparently, she went to the convenience store for like a five-minute drive from their place and left my niece by herself. When my brother yelled at her, she said it was fine, nothing bad happened, and when he said the door was unlocked, she said she must have just forgotten to it and it wasn't a big deal. Her phone was silenced and the charger was in their bedroom which is why she didn't answer the phone when he called her Bree called him dramatic and told him to stop telling her how to parent and that the niece was fine for 20 minutes while she was shopping for dinner and stuff stop telling her to parent <laughs> my uh, my bro is taking some time off work lately to take care of my niece and he kicked Bree out of the house the same day i had the surgery she is staying at a hotel that bro is paying for and he gave her two weeks uh, to find a place before he quits paying for it. He said he's going for full custody because Bree is a danger to my niece and uh, doesn't trust her anymore. She tried to argue when he kicked her out and he mm. threatened to call the police and she did it, which I guess scared her because she left. Sorry if this isn't a very exciting update, but it's all uh, Bro would tell me. I think this isn't the first time Bro neglected my niece, or she, Bree neglected my niece <laughs> too. He said that he's doing what it takes to make sure it doesn't happen again. He also said he doesn't think that Bree is completely malicious, but is extremely careless and doesn't believe her actions affect other people, which is why she can't be trusted and uh, to not hurt others by being selfish. I'm doing well after the surgery, after everything that happened. I don't give a fuck. Okay, cool. I'm glad you're doing better. I don't care. Yeah, so, um, so, I mean... Concludes, good conclusion. She got what she deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I was a kid, I actually didn't know this. This is this might be a little bit of me opening up, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I talk to you guys about this stuff anyways, but I, um, I never had a babysitter. Mm-hmm. I was probably being left at home from around when I was six years old forward with my older sister who was eight. Jesus. And we were by ourselves. We'd get off the bus by ourselves. We would sit at home until like eight, nine o'clock when my, my mom came home. Mm. And then when my mom got remarried, it was also the, still the same deal. Mm. It was never weird for me. I didn't know. I, I really didn't know. And now it's like, that is neglect. I actually like was always really confused that my friends had babysitters. I was like, <laughs> what are you a fucking baby? <laughs> you need a babysitter for her. What are you fucking, you need a fucking babysitter? Goo goo gaga. Mommy need milk. Get the fuck out of my face. That <laughs> shit. You little ass kid. It's, no. Um, yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. And some people just are not cut out to be parents. They're not. And, and I think, um, I think I had a, a family friend who, or he's a 
family friend of a different part of my family, so I don't really know him that well. Mm. But uh, he had a divorce because his wife was super careless and didn't put the baby in the baby seat and they got mm. in a car accident. And now the baby's like, uh, his motor function and his brain function is, is pretty limited. And he's, he's like a really healthy kid and he's not a healthy kid at all anymore. <sighs> and she was just very, very irresponsible. Was just like really worried with their own stuff. So some people just get married and have kids. I think you really need to have discussions with them and what are yeah. the expectations. Long before you get married, especially if those are your plans or to have children, um, I would justify my mom leaving a first grader at home with a third grader from the house to the bus stop, which is about like, you know, 10 minute walk. And, and, minute and eventually, walk. like Houston was like three years older than me. So eventually he'd just be the one. But it would just right. be a, like it right. wasn't like it was common, but it wasn't like common at a young age. Well, and me and him, me and Sana were six and eight. Mm. Still not great. But I would go as far as to say that is a much safer situation than a two year old. Yeah. Two year old can't function. Can't, can't do anything, do anything literally cannot yeah. do a single thing in this world <laughs> on their own and 20 minutes is 20 minutes but you probably could have taken the kid to the store with you yeah, or just locked the door yeah 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 so um and i definitely don't like the pool situation so i guess you are not the asshole brie is the asshole bro uh good luck on your divorce i hated that their names were brie and bro <laughs> fuck you do you know how hard these am i the assholes are to read better, these am i the assholes are so fucking hard to read yep. the grammar is dog shit i know you read one that was so hard wasn't it you were struggling i was str- i was just, I i'm was doing just, a little I, bit- I stopped thinking about like trying to read it and make it make sense and just read the words and just had to try to make it emphasized correctly i've uh, i've gotten a little bit better at it recently yeah, yeah it's, like, so. it's so it's smooth you're smooth with it I, but i was so bad early on <laughs> a lot of the i was hoping the clip was gonna go viral of me being like drunk on the episode it didn't really it do didn't? crazy not really oh, but so it's fine funny. it was Maybe super just funny to me but it like, was funny to all of our friends yeah. so um yeah i mean this this is that story's crazy bad days guys this has been a lot of fun for us i don't know if you know this but like this is the most fun thing we do and we hope that it keeps growing and if you're on the youtube channel please subscribe if you're on listening on apple Podcasts or spotify if you want to go to apple Podcasts and leave like a five-star review for me that would be killer. For some reason, we have one one-star review. What? I don't know how, but... Come on, um, guys. Get, um, get in there and show that one-star Get in, get in there and show for. some love. I would really, really appreciate it. It helps us. Um, I really want this podcast to be far more successful mm. and to be the thing that we do. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm just excited about this. Uh, notice we have new blue chairs from Amazon. Thank you, Prime Day. Yes. Um, they're a lot lower, so like the set looks a little bit different, but it's just but comfier. It's much, much better on the Oh, my God. My back, my back doesn't feel like shit right now. Yeah, I can actually I think like, my, get up. And my <laughs> only problem today is that I'm hot. Like, it's sweaty in here. Yeah, it's always just going to be It's sweaty. always going to be sweaty in here because we have, like, studio lights on in front mm-hmm. of us. But, uh, yeah, guys, I'm going to wrap here. Uh, you can follow Isaiah at Isaiah Kendrick, but the I is a one, I yes. believe. You can follow me at Hassan Kader, but that's all at Hassan Kader. H-A-S-S-A-N-K-H-A-D-A-I-R. Lots of consonants, lots of vowels. It sucks, but that's my name. So stop being mean so about it. Please pronounce it right. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. Today, today, uh, today, this woman at fucking Fruitable mm-hmm. called me Husan. Mm-hmm. Called me Husan. Mm-hmm. And then. They called me I was Issa. Ta- bef- I was talking to Isaiah about it. I was like, nothing like it fucking ruins my day now when people say my name wrong. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, this stuff. No, no, no. And then this woman's like, Isa? 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 <laughs> that is not once in my life have I ever been called Isa. Isa Alaisalam is Jesus in the Bible. Isaiah Isaiah and Joshua and Jesus are also, they all come from the same root. Ah, lovely. But yeah, uh, we'll elaborate on that story later and go do other stuff. (laughs) But I I think we can wrap here. So I'm Hassan. I'm Isaiah. And we sincerely hope your bad days are your best stories. Oh my God, you finished my sentence for me. Finish your sandwiches. Yo, you finished my sandwiches. Bye, guys. Bye.